0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Good morning, Liz.
1: Good morning, Mark. How are you today? Oh, the same
0: question and the same answer. Absolutely <laughs> extraordinary.
1: Awesome. Love the smile.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's great. And you know, that one of the things that helps in our world, in our business, to make it extraordinary is we have incredible trust. Um over the last several years doesn't matter which side of anything you sit on the fact is is that trust has been shattered in a great number of ways and the foundation of so many things that we do in life with our human relationships personally professionally has to do with with trust and when trust is broken in a in a relationship uh, in a marriage um uh, in, in a job, uh, it doesn't matter where, um, there's a lot of troubles that go with, uh, with that. So, uh, I think it's a great topic that we chose to spend a little bit of time on today.
1: Yeah. And one of the things that we talked about was what is underlying trust, uh, what's below that lack of trust is there's fear because if you can't trust there's fear and that's, uh, there almost seems to be like this looming, um, energy that people are feeling these days and it's and it's definitely related it's definitely definitely related to what we've all been going through over the last several years I mean, my god we were all of a sudden one day we were out and we were free and the next day we were locked in our homes you know i mean that's not a normal experience to go through and then to have to slap masks on your face to go to the store and everybody's looking at you like you're a walking disease and you could see the fear in people's eyes do you remember that Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was terrible. One day we were, you know, you could walk past a person with a smile on and the next day there's a mask and the fear in the eyes and that's that was going on for years. So this trust was breaking more and more every day.
0: Yeah, trust uh, and and it continues to with with different things coming out from all sides and that the the fact is is that trust is a required foundation to build in strong and resilient communities. Yeah. That community could be a relation of one with a spouse or significant other. Uh, that community could be a family. It could be your um, uh, uh, you know, community at, at large where you live, or it could be a national community or an international. But trust is critical to building strong, resilient communities. We have got to trust our neighbors, our coworkers, our fellow citizens, or we can't really solve problems and create positive change. And uh, we are seeing that more and more and that's disturbing.
1: Yeah, and that's why you and I are focusing a lot on how to help people start to kind of reset from the negative experience that we've all had and start to be able to build some of that trust. Because as you said, we need it as humans. It's just, just like we need connection, which was pulled from us. Um, we don't like to be isolated. That's a terrible way to feel. Um, uh, we, we really need that trust as humans and, uh, trying to build it. The best way to sort of try and build it is to start really at home, because if you can build it in your relationships at home and within your relationships, um, you know, your neighbors around you, then you can start to take it to your, your work. And, and, um,
0: by, and by the way, the topic and the way that we're dealing with this is not just related to just the last three years. There have always been breaches in trust that happened.
1: Sure. And this one just happened to be extreme. Exactly. Yes, so
0: we, we're, we're talking to people who have a breach in, in trust between their, their spouse, um, a breach in trust with an employer, um, feelings that are there about trust being broken on very large scales, but you have a small scale breach of trust occurring within the background of all this other stuff going on. So when we're talking about trust, we're talking about it sort of very universally as well as very specifically. This applies to everyone walking around as well as to those who are having trouble in connecting and in reestablishing trust in a relationship for whatever reason.
1: Uh, We were fortunate enough to have lunch with a colleague yesterday and we were talking about uh, you know, he's got kids in high school. So I was asking you, know, what's that like these days? Because there's so much stuff in the news about things that are changing in the, in the educational system. And, you know, he had something that was a breach of trust go on with, with his daughter in school and things are changing. And so now it's like, ugh, do we not trust our, 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 in, our educational institutions? Like how, so there's a lot there too. You know, you used to be able to send your school, your kid to school. And it was just, they're going to be gone for the day. They're going to learn. They're going to come back. They're going to be hopefully happy or whatever they experienced during the day. But we, at least I can only speak for myself when I say this, but I believe we trusted what went on there. And now there's, there's that going on too. So, you know, I feel for the parents who have kids in school today, because that's something going on and how do we keep our relationships with our children um, safe so that they can make wise decisions when they're out of our hands. So that's another area that we're talking about when it comes to trust.
0: Yeah. And you know, when it comes to rebuilding trust, it, it's a daunting, a challenging task. It, it's not something that comes easily. And in fact, trust really can't be rebuilt as much as you can start to lay the foundation that allows someone to give you trust. Trust is given to you. And it is up to you as the recipient of their trust mm-hmm. to show them that you are worthy. And therefore, it takes time because they're not just going to say, oh, I trust you with everything. They're going to be in a position of, of giving a little bit of trust so that they, they protect themselves from further wounding because when trust is broken, you're left with feelings of being hurt, betrayed. It, it's a pain that, that really, um, uh, you know, goes deep and creates doubt among not only the person who hurt you, but also among others.
1: So let's now lift it. We've laid the foundation. We we know that there is a lack of trust. We know people are experiencing it, whether it's in, um, small areas of their life or big areas of their life. It, it, the reality of it is, is that there are ways to, um, improve trust and, and, and build it. The first one is you have to have awareness. What is it that you don't trust? What is it that's going inside? Ask yourself, is it, is it the system? Is it your spouse? Is it your child? You know, um, uh, if they're, you know, some of these young kids are having issues with drugs and alcohol. A lot of young kids are having issues with drugs and alcohol. Are you not trusting your child as they're walking out the door? Are you, are, are you not trusting the school system? Are you not trusting your boss? Are you not trusting your colleague? Where are your areas where you're lacking trust and And what can you do to, to begin to protect yourself, but also to rebuild?
0: And if you happen to be the person who was the breach of that trust, the breaker of trust, You've got to acknowledge it. The first step is acknowledging the betrayal of trust to that person or that group of people. You have to acknowledge the damage that was done, and you've got to own it. Um, and you've got to own it with with you know sincerity. It can't be something that's very superficial. It has to be, you know, truly meaningful.
1: And I love what you're saying, because we've seen this within, within our clients that we work with. If you can step up and own where you broke trust, it's amazing how the other person responds to that because you're, because to be able to own it and say, I was wrong. I really, I screwed up and I would like an opportunity to show you that I can be trustworthy. That allows that other person to say, okay, you know, maybe they're not ready for it right away, but at least they know that you're taking ownership for what you did.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Because if you deny or you downplay yeah. that breach of trust, the things that you did, it's only going to make things worse.
1: Yeah. You're not gonna be able to rebuild that relationship, whether it's at home or at, at work, you're not gonna be able to rebuild it if you don't own it.
0: And if you are having someone who is talking with you and trying to acknowledge that betrayal, trying to own that, then you have to be honest, communicate with authenticity, with communicate with, with true open intent. Um, Be vulnerable. This is how you hurt me, but also try to step back and accept what they're saying and see how you can create a positive way forward.
1: And that's, again, that's if you're ready. You have to understand that we're not saying just go out there and forgive everybody who's breached your trust. But what we are saying, if it's somebody that matters to you, that you want to rebuild it, these are ways to go about it. It is, communicate, 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 communicate. We cannot say it enough. So many people think that they're communicating and they're not. And it's amazing (laughs) when you start to be able to peel back the onion layer of communication and realize what you haven't been sharing, what you haven't been communicating and maybe trying to understand why what part of you are you protecting that you're not being open and vulnerable if it's somebody who really matters in your life vulnerability is a strength It is not a weakness and if it's whether it's your relationship with your partner uh with your children with a family member or a coworker that you care about that vulnerability being able to be vulnerable is huge so please consider that as a strength and not a weakness. It is never a weakness.
0: Whether you are the one who is being asked to give trust again, or whether you're the one who breached the trust and you're asking for the honor of someone else trusting you, understand that you need to be patient with yourself and with them. recreating trust that has been broken. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Uh, you can't rush the process. you can't force the process. You can't set a deadline. When you first come together with someone, there's usually some trust. There is a um, conveyance of, of trust if you were introduced from some you know by someone else. But when it's broken, it takes time to heal. Mm -hmm. And it takes time to, again, when you breach trust, you create fear. And fear is what is left when there's trust is broken. Wow, this hurt. Why do I want to risk being hurt? Why do I want to risk having someone potentially take my money? Why do I want to risk you know, whatever it happens to be, it's all about risk, about fear, about scarcity.
1: Yeah. Fear is very limiting. It's a limiting place to be. And we certainly don't want anybody to sit in that place because it's low energy. It's, it's very difficult to find your way out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why if this is somebody that someone or a group or whatever that you do want to trust again, that's great. Go about it with, with the acknowledgement that Mark said, and have that patience. If it's not somebody that you're ready to do that with, then Wait until you feel that you are ready and maybe you never will be. Uh, sometimes you have to be ready because it's your job. Sometimes it's it's where you work and you have to find a way to make it happen because it's how you make a living. Um, so it really depends on what your situation is. But patience, Mark is so right. Um, building trust is a process. It is, it is a marathon, not a sprint.
0: And it's worthy because if you do it right, If you truly are acknowledging of the betrayal that you created if you broke the trust, if you're truly interested in stitching together um, that relationship over time, whether you're on one side or the other of that breach, the fact is is that you can create a stronger foundation for your relationship out of that. Um, Trust can be... it's broken a destructive fire or it can be a magical place that the phoenix rises out of you simply have to make a decision and you have to intentionally focus on which of those arms of decision you want to pursue setting boundaries is another important part
1: oh we can't say enough about setting boundaries too many people don't set boundaries they're they're at work at home uh, and boundaries are hard. I have to say, they're not easy to set because sometimes you set a boundary and then somebody breaks it, and then you think, oh, all right, and you know we we sometimes we get lazy about our boundaries. Like why bother? Why bother? Why bother? They're just going to do it again. Well, you know, why bother? you Why bother? Because the relationship is important, and you're important. Setting boundaries for yourself, that's important in order to make sure that people know where you draw the line.
0: Yeah. I, I clearly. And you know, the the last thing we'll we'll probably say here for Tay should not be construed to to breach, to tear down the boundaries. You need those boundaries. You need the time. But one of the sparks that will start the flame that allows you to rebuild a relationship is forgiveness. And to offer forgiveness is that spark that allows that person who has acknowledged the betrayal to be able to step forward and create their best self so that you can create the best relationship.
1: And forgiveness, by the way, we've talked about this before, but it is very freeing. Uh, And sometimes you can't, you don't really ever want to reconcile with another person but just forgiving them for yourself for your own inner well-being for that own release of that energy we just had a client who just finally found the aha of forgiveness and and shared it with us how incredible he felt because of that weight being lifted that weight that he'd been carrying for so long that wasn't serving him anymore yeah we can't say enough about forgiveness and we we will talk about it i'm sure more often but uh, Mark's right. I mean, that is definitely a huge part of overcoming a breach of trust. And
0: just as a reminder, you know, particularly when something is, is relatively new, I can't forget that. I can't let go of it. It's, it's, I'm not going to forget, forgive and forget why I can't forget. So I can't forgive. No, no, no. Mm -mm. You can forgive. You will never forget. The pain of an operation goes away, but the scar remains. You don't forget you had the operation, but it doesn't hurt. When you forgive, you let go of the pain. You let go of the weight. As Liz said, you become free. Holding on to a wound in a state of unforgiveness is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. It helps neither of you. So, if you have had your trust broken, find a way, if the relationship is important for you in any way, shape, or form, to forgive. Move forward. So, I guess in conclusion, uh, trust is relatively easily broken. We can all break that in small matters. And if we work a little I bit in large yeah. and healing it is not easy, but it's worthwhile. And with some intentional focus, some desire, some important choices to acknowledge a betrayal that you did to forgive and to work together. Protecting yourselves, but being vulnerable and clear, authentic in your communication. You
1: can rebuild trust.
0: And you'll be glad you did.
1: All right. So thank you for listening. We hope you have an awesome week. And until next time. Bye, Mark.
0: Bye, Liz.